Hey, hey everyone, you're with Ren McQueen and uh, we're here, we are vibing, she's a fucking vibe, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I have to tell you, so she is a fucking vibe tonight, I, um, I've come into my teenage son's room, now if you're the parent of teenage boys or have been a parent of a teenage son, um, his room's clean at the moment, right, this never fucking happens, this never happens, but his room is clean because he's got his 18th birthday party this weekend, right, and he's got a lot on, he's got a school formal and all this other jazz, so um, his room's clean because, you know, that's the first thing we go for when we want them to, you know, do shit, we, um, and they they want to have some freedom, they make sure they've covered everything, clean room, washing's out, blah blah blah, anyway, so I thought I'll, I'll use his room because shit's crazy out out there and um he's not home and uh, I've come in with my travel mug oh, I love I love a good travel mug I tell you I love a good travel mug and um I made myself a, a coffee and all of that jazz and um excuse me as I was setting up I I hadn't put the lid down on my travel mug and I knocked it and a bit of coffee came out onto his desk, and he's got a few things set out here. And I reach around, I look around this room fiercely for a towel or a cloth to catch this coffee, you see. Now, normally, 78% of my linen cupboard is filthy on his floor. The one time I come in here and spill some shit, there's nothing. Nothing. There's some bullshit right there. I tell you, it is some bullshit. But anyway, I uh, managed to grab a cloth and clean it up. I um, got a got a wee bit of an addiction to the old travel mug um, through the COVID lockdowns. And uh, I couldn't work through lockdowns. My husband could. And um, we're from Melbourne, so we were the most lockdown city in the world. And I was going out of my tiny brain. And you know what I wanted? I just wanted to be able to go and get a really nice cup of coffee. And I was whinging and carrying on and being a real pain in the ass to my husband. So he went out and he got me this beautiful coffee machine. So I fancy bloody thing it is. And I love it. And um, some some of these travel mugs so makes me feel cool. And um, I, I am cool. Fuck that. I am. <laughs> I'm way cool with me silver black lid, grey rubber thing, massive, what is it, nearly half a litre it holds of coffee, I am cool, it's, it's awesome, anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk about my coffee, but um, the addiction is real, and uh, when you live in a city like Melbourne, and it is one of the, you know, best places in the world to get coffee, it's sort of the foodie coffee mecca here, um, of the world, you know, you, you really you really invest in decent coffee, <laughs> let me tell you. Anyway, 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 let's move on, let's move on from that. Today we're going to talk about talking about the hardship and opening up. So, you know, we do we do talk about hardship. That that's that's a given. We do talk about hardship. You know, we'll talk to our friends about um and family about difficulties we're having and struggles that we're going through. And um, and all of that. Have you ever done that, right? You've gone to like a council or whatever, and or a friend, and you've talked it out and you've talked it out, 
but you seem to be going around and around in circles. Like it's not, it's not fixing anything. And you think everyone says talk about it, but it's not, it's not fixing anything. The beauty of healing yourself is that you can't lie to yourself. You can't omit parts of the story because you know the whole story, right? You know exactly how that scenario is broken down, okay? When you go to a counsellor or you're talking with friends, you can, you can pull the parts out of the story that maybe you're not proud of or that have humiliated you. Um super embarrassing you know so then when you're trying to work through these issues talking wise um you're not really getting down to the nitty-gritty you're not you're not able to to deal with it and fix it because these people who are trying to guide you through this process and love you through this process they don't have the full picture no one can work without the full the full picture no one can function without the whole truth right they can't help you so that's why Working on your stuff yourself is powerful because, you know, you can you can process things differently. You've got the whole story. You've got the entire story at your hands. So, you think about it. How powerful would it be if you felt like you could say, say everything, all the embarrassing stuff? And really pull the veil off of what's going on with you. And I mean, I tell you what, you want to silence a room full of people, speak your fucking truth. I tell you, I say it all the time. <laughs> and I'm bad for it. I'm bad for it. And I do silence rooms. And um, and normally, you, you know I'm going to say something that's, <laughs> that's going to be like a hard truth reality fucking moment. Is when, especially when I've had a few wines on me. Um, love me a couple of Shiraz, a couple of glasses of Shiraz, but I, um, it starts off like this, especially when I've had a few wines. You know what? Nah, fuck it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> That's how it starts every time. You know what? I wasn't, you know what? Nah, fuck it. I'm going to say it. And I say what I've got to say, right? Most of the time, people just stare at me blankly, especially my friends. They look at me like, what? <laughs> and... It's my truth. They never argue. They, they don't sort of argue. They might debate, but they do not fight me hard on it. Um, and it generally, um, it can generally shut down the whole fucking conversation, essentially. But I, I honestly only really do that when I'm kind of getting <clears throat> sick and tired of the... Um, conversation it's not the conversation it's just the conversation that's going nowhere it's not productive and you know it's actually you know if it's a, it's a, if it's about a specific situation and it's quite an easy fix but nobody wants to hurt anybody or no one wants to do this or that or whatever whatever the fucking scenario is anyway um I get pissed off and I get frustrated and I just speak my mind and it's not even speaking my mind it's just speaking my truth in the moment anyway so when I talk about this truth-telling part of you, getting into the space and being the person, the instigator of truth-telling stories is actually really awesome. I'm going to say that's it's cool when you can sit with family and friends and, and cousins and whoever 
and actually you guys can can say all the ugly shit as well and start really making headway with the stuff you're dealing with it's awesome it's awesome now I've really not been privy to this truth-telling shit before and um you know, as always, you know, you, you say the appropriate things, you do the appropriate things and all that shit. Anyway, when I first moved to Melbourne, it was 11 years ago now, and um, I was in a, a party playing company, and I didn't really know anyone here. And I came across this group of women, and I was selling them stuff, and um, at one point, I didn't really know them, and at this stage, I was still quite painfully shy. I had been here and made no friends um, the first 12 months I was here, so I was feeling quite isolated and off my game. So, anyway, they invited me over for drinks, and I went. Now, I was driving, so I think I probably just had a glass of wine. I know I'm not a drink driver by any means. I'll have a very small glass of wine, and I'll sit on that all night. So I go in there, and um, the the woman's home we were in just big, beautiful home, and um, all these women had beautiful homes. It was it was awesome. Anyway, I rock in there and I sit down, and I don't know these women on a personal level, so I'm just absorbing, absorbing what's going on, and they're asking questions, very curious, and these girls are a sisterhood. They've got their own little sisterhood going, and. Um, they really, really tightly bonded. Anyway, was sitting there, and I was the last one to arrive. No, no, um, one of the other women. She came in. She came in last, and she was fucking. She was fucking cracker, man. She was a crack up. I love this chick. She um. She's very. Uh, she's an artist. She's an art teacher, and she's she's like. Uh, she, she's she's everything. She's everything. Very bohemian. Very. Um, free, very, I don't know, anyway, she's incredible. She turns up and she'd ridden a bike to her friend's house. She'd ridden a bike there and she had a basket on the front of it and she'd put all her booze in the front basket and ridden her bike all the way there so that she could go home, you see, because can't drink and drive, but apparently you can pedal and pedal drunk. But anyway, she comes bursting through the door. We're all outside and um, she sits down and she has this most incredible fucking hair. Like, it's long, and it's frizzy, and it's crazy, and it's just incredible. I loved it. She sits there, and she's had a rough run. So she's got she's got a few kids. And, um, and I, can't, I can't verbatim remember what she said, but I remember she said something along the lines of, Fuck being a mother sucks. Alright? These kids are fucking shit. They're drainers, they're this, they're that. So she was having quite the rant about her kids. I was horrified. Right? You, you don't say that about your kids. You don't say how being a mum sucks. You know, you think it. You keep that shit on the inside, right? But you don't say it on the outside. And um, when I had my first two kids, social media wasn't a thing. So... Um, I wasn't seeing this, and, and if I was going to say, you know, I didn't like this parenting thing, it was going to be to my one of my very close friends, um, Danielle, because, um, and one of my other girlfriends, Barb, because we raised our kids together, so we were on pretty, you know, pretty same-same territory. 
Anyway, she sits there and she just lays it all out. And I thought, fuck, this is awesome. Like, And then everyone starts having this conversation about how hard it is to be a mum and how they, they don't like it and this is bullshit and kids are selfish. And, you know, it was actually an amazing chat. And I remember sitting there thinking, this is really cool. You know, it's really cool watching a group of women sit there and say what's on their mind and vent and have no judgment. None. No one was being judged for not liking their kid today. Because, I mean, face it, we love him. I don't particularly always like him. But to have that truth so bold and so out there was really awesome. And she, she's an incredibly free woman. She says, does whatever she wants. She don't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> and loves her children, adores her children. They are, they are the air she breathes. But just because of the air she breathes, it doesn't mean she likes the air all the time, right? <laughs> Sometimes it's just not that fresh. So I remember that moment. And I remember how I felt in that moment. Straight away, I felt judgment. I felt like I, 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 I judged her. Um, in all honesty, I thought, who the fuck are you to say this about your kid? And then as I sat there um, over the next few minutes and watched this all pan out with the other friends and stuff, I thought, this is, this is awesome. This is, this is great. <laughs> These women sitting there speaking their truth, drinking and laughing and carrying on. It was awesome. Anyway, I have decided that, you know, look, I decided that it's time to, to sort of rip the veil off and create a space for my friends where they can say whatever the fuck they want to say. Now, I have always been that friend. Well, not always, but for the most part, that you could say anything to and it wouldn't shock me. You can come here, you can tell me all your shit and I'm not going to judge you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna listen and I'm going to work through this shit with you and, and be there and be your friend. Now, in saying that, there are people that have been in my life that have felt very judged uh by my reactions or by what I've said. I always say to my friends, and I mean it, yeah, I'm not here to judge you for your choices that you've made, and I do mean that. However, however, we, none of us are perfect and we all pass judgment from time to time. We all do. Most of the time we keep that on the inside. Um, but I'd always say to my mates, don't ask me for my opinion if you don't want it. Because you'll get it. You'll, you'll get the truth. Don't say, I want your opinion on a wedding dress I've fallen madly in love with if you've already committed. Because if I think it looks like shit, I'm going to tell you. Because that's what you've asked of me and that's what I'm going to give you. I have had friends in the past um, that have come and they've offloaded their shit and continue to offload the same shit for about 18 months. Then, yeah, I'm going to pass judgment. Do something about your situation. I'm not passing judgment at the situation. I'm passing judgment at you doing nothing about it. Right? But if you're here and you're actively trying to work on this issue and you're wanting my support and help, you come here and you tell me, and there is no judgment. You know, we're human. We, we fuck it up. We're not good at shit all the time. That's okay. 
So the one thing I've noticed though is that I do the same with them and I tell them a lot of things, especially my best friend. My best friend, fuck, she's, honestly, she is the keeper of, of all my secrets. That one, and I can say anything to her, anything. I mean anything. And um, that's what makes her so amazing. She loves me no matter what. And so I wanted to create the space where my friends could actually tell, say, say everything. Say all the ugly shit. And when I'm talking about ugly shit, for an example, right, this was recent, and I um, I like to lead by example, and I freaked a few people out. I went away, and um, it was, um, so I've, I've been married twice, I'm now married to my second husband, and my first husband and I, we had two children together, we had our two boys, and they're, they're fucking beautiful, they're beautiful, anyway. We separated oof, like 13, 14 years ago now. 14, 15 years ago. Anyway, we separated years ago. And we've both since remarried and had more children and all that sort of stuff. And um, my kids are grown. So the children he and I had um, are 22 and 17, as they stand now, turning 18 and 23 in a very short amount of time. So this is very close. So we've been co-parenting these kids for years. Um, since my youngest was four. So a long time we've been co-parenting. And we've been in each other's lives. Not in each other's pockets, but definitely in each other's lives. But um, And we've had that, that relationship where we've raised our kids together. And sometimes they were with him and sometimes they were with me. And that was okay. Now, first of all, by no means um, do I want to be in a relationship with my ex-husband. Um, lovely bloke, but no thanks. It didn't work the first time. It's not going to work the seventh time. So I, he's very happily married, as am I. So that's to just paint the room for you. Now, recently this year he had... Um, we went away and not my ex-husband, my, my husband and my youngest and my middle child, we, we went away for a holiday. And while we were away, my husband um, and his wife had a, had a baby. And that was beautiful and precious and gorgeous. And she is just a little honey. She's a gorgeous wee thing. Anyway, she's not my child to speak of. But I remember sitting there looking at my kids, looking at my 17-year-old thinking, Come, come sort of September, October that's it that's it you're an adult and we're done here and I, I felt this coming I felt this and I couldn't pin it and I knew I was getting annoyed about it and I knew I was getting upset about it because I was getting shitty and for two weeks before I had this epiphany I was getting shitty really really narky and scratchy with people so I said to my my son I said look I'm I'm gonna take my book and I'm gonna go set up I'm just gonna journal because I'm in a bad mood I don't like this mood this vibe is off we're on holiday I'm being a bit of a wanker this is not right so I'm gonna go and do me and I sat down and I started journaling now they had 
um, just happy wee baby. And I'm staring at my kids thinking, fuck. Anyway, I'm writing and I just start writing and writing and writing. And I came to this epiphany that I was feeling grief. And it was really fucking bizarre because I'm thinking, what, why? You know, like, I'm, and so I just kept writing and writing. And when I talk about journaling, I, I write every random thought that comes to my head. Half the time, I don't really read it back to myself either. I just, I just dump, dump and run in the book. So when I sat with it and I spent some time with it, I realised that I was actually grieving and I was grieving, um the end, you know, and you always know it's coming, and, that, and you don't think you're going to give a shit about it, like, I actually thought I was going to have a bit of a party, but apparently I was having more of a pity party, but anyway, and like I said, by no means do I want to be married to this man again, or uh, enter into a relationship, and ne neither does he, but we, the relationship had ended, but a new one had begun, we we were co-parenting, and um, we'd been parenting together, and then we'd been co-parenting, and it's like the, it was like an end of an era was happening, where there was no longer a requirement to be in each other's lives, so then we wouldn't, and I just really felt like the, the book that we had been writing for over 24 years, about 24 years, was closing, you know, we were getting to the page where we write the end and the book gets shelved. Nobody looks at it again. Because we don't need to be in each other's lives. There is no requirement now. There is no reason. And that is the way of it. That is exactly how that is supposed to go. Um, but I thought, this, is, this, is, this isn't a chapter I'm closing off my life. This is, a, this is a whole fucking book. The book's closing. And... Part of me was really embarrassed. I was like, why would you feel that way? And it's, it is the way of it. Our book, parenting book, was closing and his was opening with his wife. So anyway, I, I went through that process and I honoured that. And I allowed myself to kind of feel, feel that grief of, wow, this is the end of an era. You know, 24 years or more and... Um, of constantly being in and out of each other's lives to nothing. It's going to be a bit weird. So, anyway, that was all right. Went through that process, went home, and I actually told a few of my friends about it. I said, you know, I, I think I was grieving. I was, in, and I think I was just going through it because that was it. We were done. Our parenting was done. Our job was done. It is the end of an era. We've closed the book. The book's going up on the shelf. Probably never seen the light of fucking day again. And it's not that I wasn't open to it happening. And it's not like I wasn't um, aware. And it wasn't like I was fighting it or I thought it was wrong. It was definitely how everything's gone is exactly how it should go. The thing is, is that I was shocked by my reaction. And I was embarrassed, I was so fucking embarrassed, I thought, who the fuck, what the fuck, you know, who the fuck don't goes through this, you know, like, who, what, why would you be sad, and it's not like I'm gonna, we, we sat down and had family dinner once a week, I mean, I never see this man, ever, never see him, um, 
but yeah, it just fe- feels like a, a massive end of an era. And the end of anything is hard. It's, it's tricky. So I went through this process of navigating this grief that was weird as shit to me. Because I was going, what, what do you mean? Like, it, it was so confusing. But I sat down with my friends and I shared it. And I told them. And it was awesome. Fuck, it was awesome. Like, I was able to, like, really be in that truth and really say how I was feeling. And be supported in all the right ways. Because they had the information. They knew how to support me through that because they had the entire fucking story. If I had gone, oh, I was just upset because the kids are growing up and, you know, and they're becoming adults and I'm feeling a bit old and, you know, and it's a bit of a sad time, they would have focused their attention on that. But instead they put their attention on, oh, well, I didn't look at it that way. And a couple of my friends, um, you know, they're still with their first husband and only husband um, raising their kids together so for them it was a bizarre sort of notion of really because you know if you haven't been through a separation with children or a divorce with children you don't really know what that's like but as embarrassing as it was and in the moment it was so fucking fr- it was so freeing to just say it because how many ex-wives or ex-husbands feel that and don't reach out and get support for that because it's embarrassing. It's not sociably appropriate. I am not going to sit there and not speak my truth because of an assumption you're going to make about it. And that's the thing. I would normally have said nothing because I would have been scared. People would have gone, oh my God, what a betrayal to her husband. Oh my God, she must be in love with her ex. Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And this is all shit, right? I didn't worry about what they were going to say. I didn't worry about what they were going to think because I knew the truth. I knew the truth. And is it weird closing this book? Yes, it is. Is it necessary? Absolutely. Am I looking forward to it now? Yeah, I am. I am, it's time to step out of there, that space and step into a new one. You know, it really is. And I am excited for that part of my life. I'm excited for these kids growing up and I don't have to worry about this shit anymore. Yeah, I'm real excited about that. So that was just sort of an example of speaking a very uncomfortable truth and being honest. But... If you want support and you want help and you want, you know, to move through stuff, it's time to be honest and stop lying. And and if you're not saying it, it is still lying because you're omitting the truth. You, you're giving people the parts you want them to have, the parts that make you feel comfortable. Tell you what, one of the most uncomfortable moments of my life was saying, yeah, no, I'm grieving because my ex-husband and I have, we're done raising these kids it wasn't because oh my god I'm grieving I'm never going to see him again my heart's fucking broken my heart wasn't broken um these kids are growing up and becoming adults and I have always been able to um ring and and reach out when shit was hard because teenagers suck let's say that there's a they're, they're fucking, anyway, they suck. <laughs> Sometimes, not all the time. Um, and now, 
you know, our kids are now having two separate relationships with two separate parents as adults. And this is new territory. Like, I, I don't know this space. It's it's new and it's weird and I don't know if I'd like it. And I, I, I like it. I'm not going to lie. I do like it. Um, and it's not like we'll never see each other again. And, and that, But it's this whole end of an era thing. And I never thought I'd grieve that end of era. But I, apparently I did. And it really confused my friends, I will say. They were all very confused, and um, like I said, you know, you want to silence a room, speak your truth, and there was a lot of, you know, very quiet moments (laughs) where people just didn't know what to say to me. And it's not about what you say to me, it's about listening to me and helping me process and letting me go through this this process of feeling this way. But I honoured how I felt. I honoured it, and I felt it. And I was good in a couple of hours, like no shit, I was I was good to go. But <laughs> if you want to heal from your past, then speak the entirety of your truth. Say the things that are a little embarrassing. Give people to your most trusted, obviously. But open a door for people to do the same with you. We all... We all would like to share certain things, and we don't because, like I said, we're embarrassed or it's not sociably appropriate. Fuck sociable, social appropriation. Fuck that. You know what? You say, you say what you got to say. Say what you got to say. Get it off your chest. Why hold this shit in? Am I embarrassed now that I that I went through that? No, I'm not. That's that's my real. That's my truth. That's real time. And I'm one of no shit. One of many, I'm sure, that have gone through this where they've felt a certain kind of way um, when their kids have grown and they've had this moment and felt this grief. They may not have known it was grief. Some would, some wouldn't. Processing it was very quick, but processing it was so good for me. And it was so good for me to now be able to sit back and enjoy my kids on a whole nother level um, as adults and starting to have these really raw, raw, honest, and real-time conversations with my friends, I'm loving that. I, I am loving it because none of us are holding on to shit. And we're all able to say what we've got to say. Not all my friends are like this with me. Um, but there's three that, that really real-time tell me stuff. And I obviously don't share that stuff. But... I love that they can do that. I love it. I think it's brilliant. I think that if you want to go out there and you want to start healing, start start saying some shit. Start speaking up. If it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing. You know, without you know when you when you were I don't know, embarrassing, right? I'm 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 a kid at the snow and I piss my pants standing by the toilet because everyone wants to take 10 years to go to the toilet standing crying outside the toilets that's embarrassing until my big sister came along and grabbed my and I showed her that I'd peed my pants and she cracked up laughing called me ridiculous and pushed my ass in the snow and wet my bum with snow and then went now no one knows you pissed yourself you look like you just sat in the snow that's embarrassing too and that's a story I'd tell you a thousand times over but I'd tell you that a thousand times over because I'm not emotionally invested in that yeah, I'm not emotionally invested in that. My pride is not going to be wounded by that as an adult. And pride 
pride will get in the way of everything if you let it. You know, I'll tell you an embarrassing story that happened to me as a kid, as a teenager even. But this shit, we, we don't tell anyone because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Who cares? I'm going to tell you straight, man. Who cares? Say what you got to say. Be in the moment with your mates. You know, don't don't try and tough it out. Who cares? If you're grieving, if you're going through it, if you, you're experiencing something and that feeling is embarrassing to you, that feeling is uncomfortable, share that feeling. Why not? You know, if you're, you've separated from your ex-husband and you, you've been divorced and stuff and, you know, your wedding anniversary rolls around and it might be your eighth and you're only married for two years and you get upset, you're allowed to be upset. Tell people you're upset. Why not? That's not how you were. You pictured it eight years ago to go. That day wasn't supposed to look like it did eight years ago. You're, you're allowed to feel how you want to feel. You don't even get to control it, but you're allowed to feel it. And you shouldn't be shamed for it. You shouldn't be sitting there feeling like you can't say why you're sad. I mean, I, I married a, another um, another man, you know, I married my first husband. I've only had two, don't worry, chill out. Um, but <laughs> I married my first husband and um, I didn't marry him with the intention of divorcing him. I married him with the intention of spending my entire life with him. I'm allowed to, you know, feel a certain kind of way at the time we got married every year. I mean, I'm good now. The first few years were rough. Um, but, you know, that that girl, she she had her whole life panned out in front of her. She, she knew exactly what she was doing and where she was growing, going. And, you know, she had dreams. And a lot of those dreams left with the man. So don't feel embarrassed. Share your shit, man. Have, a, have this open dialogue where you can share everything. Everything. And that way you'll be able to work through it properly. People can help you better. You can help yourself better by admitting some stuff to yourself. That's real time. That is real time. Don't let your stupid pride get in the way. Because, oh, you shouldn't feel that way. No, I, I don't feel like I should be feeling grief um, over this shit. But I did. I can't control that. That's how I felt. What I could control is what I did with it. And I, I sat with it. And I worked through it. It was only a couple of hours. Good to go. I didn't spend half my life on it. It was a couple of hours. And that's cool. Do I feel foolish? To be honest, I'm going to speak my truth here a little bit. <laughs> I do. I feel a bit fucking stupid, to be honest. However, that's how it went down. That's how it went down. You know, the book is closing next week. It's closed at that end, you know, or well, not next week, but, you know, like, the book is closing. Um, it's, it's just, we're, we're like one page off writing the end. 
But when I sat with it and I walked through it, and then I called myself a fucking idiot, which is a stock standard thing to do. But um, once I walked through it, I was able to see what was on the other side of it. And what's on the other side of it is, at one point, he and I loved each other insanely. And we had these two kids, and they are bloody beautiful. But that book's closed. Another one's opening. You know, at, at some point, my children are going to have children. And that is a whole nother book. It's not a add-on to the last one. This is a whole nother book. And I'm looking forward to that book. I'm looking forward to my kids getting married and having children and doing whatever. That is exciting. <clears throat> but like I said, it's a different book. But like, you know, I, I did. I felt like a complete and utter dickhead. But, and I was quite embarrassed, but you know what, sharing it humbled me, sharing it humbled my friends, sharing it made it a little bit normal. And we don't normalise this stuff because, oh you shouldn't feel that way, you shouldn't do that, you know, and, and I mean this shit makes people uncomfortable, truth makes people highly uncomfortable. So when you're going out there and you're working through your stuff by yourself, because we're doing a lot of self-healing in this space, actually work hard to honour your truth. Don't fight it. Your truth is your truth. How you feel is how you feel. And that's okay. You're human. You are human. You are not perfect. Even when on the other side of healing and on the other side of becoming a better person and a happier person and a person that's got a lot of peace, I mean, still not perfect. Straight up, I am petty. I am a petty, petty person and I am far from perfect, but I am fucking happy. I am happy and I don't hold on to shit and I speak my truth. But like I said, I'm petty. I mean, if <laughs> it's, it's bad. How petty I am is, is real bad. If you need a petty person, man, you just give me a call. I'll be right there. I'll be that petty bitch with you. For sure. For sure. So, like I said, as you're taking down these walls and all your shit's coming out, or for another analogy, taking the bowl of sand and just throwing it down and see what happens. Be truthful. Allow yourself to feel whatever you feel, even if it's embarrassing, even if it's ugly, even if you've done some things you're not proud of, and they're in there too. It's okay. You're human. You know, as long as you have not gone out there and done heinous crimes, and and even then, that's that's not. You're not. I'm not your judgment day. I am not your judgment day. But I believe everyone deserves peace. And everybody, everybody deserves peace. But to get peace, you have to be truthful. You have to look at all the shit. Not just the parts you want to look at. Not just the emotional moments you want to choose to look at. You look at all of it. Because all of it is what made you angry. 
So all of it is, all of it's, uh, you know, required to be seen to and tended to. It's really, really important. And I'm not saying go out there and um, sell some shit to everybody that's embarrassing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're reaching out to someone for support and love in the ear, if you're going to do that, give them the whole story. You trust them enough with most of it. You've got to be able to trust people with the whole 100. And they will in turn feel like they can do the same with you. Just be raw. Be real. Real time the shit. Because it's the fastest way out of it. When you're looking at shit, so we've, we've taken, you know, we're working on taking the walls down and we're feeling emotions. And while you're in this vulnerable space, old emotions and old pain's going to come up. How are we going to deal with it? We're going to deal with it by being honest. By looking at it, by sitting with your shit. And giving that time. Intentionally bracketing out a certain amount of time where you are going to feel this way about this thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I came, I came back, I went away, and I'd had a, it was, it was not a nice trip away. I'd, bad, not nice things had happened, and it had sent me somewhere else. And I came home, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give myself a week, where I'm gonna, I'm gonna be all the emotions. I'm gonna be all the emotions. And because I was very confused at the time too, there's a lot going on, so much going on. Um. I'm going to give myself a week. Sunday rolled round. And I needed more time. So I gave myself another week. And you know what? I was good to go to after two weeks. I was good. I was I was back on top. If I'd needed another week, a third week, I would have taken it. But I bracket out time and go, I'm going to give myself this much time. And people are going to respect that time. Because I'm going to command it by not answering my phone. Letting them know I'm not doing well right now. I'm going through it, which is my go-to. I'm going through it right now. I don't want to deal with anyone. Don't want to talk to anyone. And they leave me alone. They leave me alone because they respect that. They know when I need them or I want to discuss things, that I'll call them or I'll meet them at the beach or for a coffee or whatever. But I like to process a lot alone. I like to be in my little bubble processing alone and then kind of finish off that little bit of healing process with my girlfriends and then we're all always when we're just at the end of it definitely definitely if I'm dealing with pain from another person um definitely like to finish it off with my friends because then we can get all petty about it and you know fuck their bitch and blah 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 anyway because <laughs> a girl's petty doesn't make me a bad person no am I petty fuck yes I'm petty so as you're going through this process and allowing yourself to be more vulnerable and you're sitting there and some old stuff's coming up, let it come up, sit with it, give it time, go through it, cry, grieve, be sad, be, be upset, be pained, but give yourself some, give yourself some time, you know, so I'm going to give this three days. If you need more days, add them on. I'm going to give myself three days to to allow myself to go through this. Because a lot of times people are like, I don't have time to be sad. 
And here's some here now. I don't have fucking time for that, Serena. I work, I've got kids, I've got a husband, I've got this, I've got that, blah, 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 blah. It's bullshit. You got time. You got time. You got time when you're driving in your car. You've got time when you're sitting on the toilet. You've got time when you're vacuuming. You've got time when you're just going for a walk. You've got time when you're just sitting. Remove the distractions. Get rid of the phone. Turn the fucking TV off. Shut the shit down. If you need the phone on for the kids, put it on emergency calling only. Where, you know, only the schools can ring you. Or only your husband can ring you. But turn some shit off. The chaos of the world. The internet's an amazing tool. Amazing. But it has fucked us. It is one massive fucking distraction. Huge distraction. So then we don't deal with our shit because we're too busy scrolling through reels on Facebook and um, TikTok shit and Insta shit and whatever other crap there is out there and then Googling, you know, um, do horses fart. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously they do. But do you know what I mean? We're distracting ourselves with dumb shit and not dealing with real shit. Ever. And when we are dealing with real shit, we're not even going all the way down to the bottom of the fucking pile of shit we're dealing with. It's like, we're not going to the bottom and looking at that ugly, yucky shit that embarrasses us or makes us feel less than. So, I implore you, as you're going through this process, as you're looking at your shit, get real with it. Get real with it. Honestly, because there are a thousand reasons... (laughs) I say this shit. There's all these reasons why I shouldn't have even broadcast this fucking story, right? One, maybe Mike's husband might hear it and think, this bitch. Two, his wife might hear it and go, what the fuck? Three, my husband might hear it and go, oh my God, but he, anyway, that he already knows. But, that's an example of how easy it is to actually speak your truth. I'm not invested in anyone else's opinion on that, how I felt. That was my truth. I'm not invested in how um, he feels, his wife feels, my husband feels. I'm not. This was my truth. And as embarrassing as it is, it is real. And instead of holding that in and not dealing with that and not sharing that and getting support for that or just being honest with myself, really, I wouldn't have worked through it. I would have been sitting there not looking at it avoiding it and getting confused and frustrated and pissed off and being in this stupid state for a far longer time than necessary. So when you're out there, right, going through your shit, because your walls are coming down, some stuff's coming out, and this new shit's coming in, and it's honestly, it's it's, it's, this is a really shitty space. It's a really hard time because you've got old shit you're dealing with, new shit coming in. If you want to get through this process quicker, be honest. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the people that are trying to support you through it. Be honest with your your counsellor, your psychologist, or whoever it is you're talking to. Give them the whole story because they can help you with the whole story. They can't help you with half a story. They can help you with a whole one, though. So, it's like going to the doctors and saying, I broke my leg, but... Fuck, there's this blinding pain in me left side, right? It's like going to the doctor saying, oh, my leg's broken, can you fix that? But not talking about the blinding pain on the other side. 
on the left hand side of your abdomen because it's embarrassing it's close to your fucking whatever but do you know what I mean I'm sure you can get where I'm going with it but you know that they're only going to fix the leg they're not going to look at the abdomen because you've not mentioned it why is beyond me but you know what I mean like that you've not mentioned that part People will help tend your garden if they know where the weeds are and they know what flowers are staying and what shit's going and what you need. you got to tell people what you need. you got to be honest. I'll tell you what, there's some pretty ugly truth-telling stories out there that I have shared with my best friend and, <laughs> and God love her, God love her. She's got a good ear on her. She's got a good mouth too, but she's got a good ear on her. And if you don't want to say it out loud to anyone else, say it to yourself. Say it to yourself. Face your shit head on. Face it head on, eye to eye. Because if you're going to sit there dodging it, then what's the point? What's the actual point? There's enough secrets in this world. But to be, and, and there's enough bullshit going on, and there's enough things, there's a thousand things to be embarrassed about. Your truth shouldn't be one of them. It should not be one of them. Be embarrassed when there's toilet paper hanging out of the back of your pants and you've walked around the shopping centre for two hours with it there. Don't be embarrassed about your truth. That is real time. And it's raw and it's ugly, but you know what? You get through it. And if you're embarrassed at the other side of it, well, you're embarrassed. You know what? You've lived through bigger things. You do actually get over it. <laughs> and then you apparently you do a podcast about it and tell the whole fucking world. But... <laughs> Um, reach out there reach out there find your truth look at the ugly stuff look at the embarrassing stuff and then share it with a friend apparently but you know at least tell yourself if you don't want to share it with someone close to tell yourself you can help yourself with the whole story if you admit it but no one can help you with a half story with a half truth so go out there and kill it. And um, if no one's told you today, you're fucking incredible. Taking this, taking this journey is hard. It is hard. And the fact that you've picked it up is fucking incredible. So I'm not even going to tell you to pat yourself on the back because that is the most condescending shit really sometimes. It's not, but it is. But what I am going to say is, you know what? Just, just listening to a podcast is, is killing it create some change you're a fucking rock star you got this you got this let's do this all right guys have an amazing day evening whatever moment of the day you're in have an amazing week have an amazing month have an amazing year and let's go kill this let's go get this yeah let's go get this truth man and and bring it out and share some shit why not what have you got to lose Apparently, for me, my self-respect. <laughs> Jokes. But I will say, I do feel a lot better. Um, I did feel a lot better sharing that and owning that and getting that out there. So, win for me. Win for me. All right, you guys are with Ren McQueen. Have an amazing, amazing day. Thanks for coming on in today for our little chit-chat. And I will see you guys real soon. Ciao, ciao.